You have tuned in to Just Breathe, Sis, the podcast inspiring you to stay motivated about your life and to take special care of your mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. My name is Tanisha H. Shaw, Editor-in-Chief of Optimal Living Magazine and Diamond Life Journals. Today, I will challenge you to simplify your life, make better life choices, organize your thoughts, and use the power of journaling to start winning at life again. So just breathe this one day, one decision, and one breath at a time. Today's topic is, why would a 16-year-old girl want to kill herself? Think about that. Why would a beautiful 16-year-old girl want to kill herself? I chose this topic today because after reading so many stories of teenagers, you know, either killing themselves, contemplating it, and doing all these rash things in society, I thought about myself. I really thought about myself. Um, And I thought about what happened when I wanted to kill myself. So today, I'm going to give you my own testimony. I'm going to lay it all out there. You know, I have not spoken of this in maybe over 30 years. So this is going to be like a transparent moment for me. And, you know, I want you to just be ready. So if you have, you know, your tea, your coffee, girl, just chill, flow with me, okay? So let me tell you the story. When I was 16 years old, in spite of being an honor roll student, I was, you know, sophomore homecoming princess at my high school. I was college bound. I was a very, very good girl. One night, I wanted to end it all in my little bedroom because I, I was just so devastated. I really was. Um, but I heard a voice at the last minute saying, what about your future? If you end it all now, you will forfeit all the wonderful things that you could have become and all the experiences that you could have had if you would have just made the right choice or a better choice. So at that moment, I just simply decided not to do it. I decided to make another choice. And so let me tell you about the devastation. What brought me to that point where I wanted to just kill myself? Yeah, it was over a relationship with a little boy. Can you imagine? That's just crazy. Like, who is out here doing that? When I think about that now, I mean, like, of course, teenagers right now, they're dating, they're doing the most. But we did that, too. And this was back in the 90s. So, wow. So let me tell you about this little relationship. I was in this relationship um, that I thought was just it for me. I was just like, whoa, this was my first little love. And um, it was just the biggest thing for me at the time. So I met him when I was a freshman at my high school. Um, 
let's see, I was at, let's see, let me think about this for a moment. Um, I was a freshman at my high school and he was a sophomore at his high school. He was, he lived in a the neighboring town over and um, I lived in East Orange, New Jersey. So at the time, I only really dated the little boys outside of my high school because I was a very private person and I seemed to have more in common with the boys who attended private schools or highly rated public schools because I was very much into uh, you know my academics I wanted to be a doctor at the time I was just like full force with making sure that um, I graduated on time and that I was able to go to college so that was my focus at the point so anyways, this little boy and I dated for maybe eight months before he started talking to other little girls. Now, I was in love and he broke my little heart one night when I gave him an ultimatum to either stop talking to this little girl that he was talking to on the phone or it was over. Okay, that's what I told this little boy. That's what I told him. And guess what? He didn't get off the phone with the little girl. And it was over. Honey, I was devastated. I was too through because I had this image of me in my mind that I was just it. I was the finest thing walking. And um, yeah, it, you know, I was a prize. So what is his problem? Like, why wouldn't he want to uh, continue the relationship with me and be really exclusive with me? at that point but when you think about it who is really being exclusive when you're like 15 or 16 years old who's doing that you know but in my mind I was being exclusive I was in love he was my first love I actually had sex with him mm-hmm I had sex with him, I think, when I was about 15 years old. And what, again, when I think about it now, it's like, why would I be having sex at that early age? Um, at that point, it's like sex was huge because it's like, oh, my gosh, there's feelings involved. You know, you're joining with another person. You know, like, who's doing that? That was so crazy to me. Well, it's crazy to me now, but at this point, you know, you know, I was just doing it because the feelings were there and I was just, yeah, I was about those hormones. <laughs> so at the end of the day, I try my very best to get back with him. But at the time, he just didn't, he didn't have the same feelings for me. And I was really crushed. I mean, I was really crushed. I... Oh my goodness, I felt rejected, heartbroken, misunderstood, and just done with everything that was worth living for. Mm -hmm. I was very naive. I was not centered in reality. I was not centered with God. I didn't have a relationship with God like I have now. Okay, I had a relationship, but it wasn't with Christ. And so I didn't understand the consequences of my actions, nor the sanctity of love, sex, and marriage. And, and that's a huge deal. Um, 
If I would have known what I know now, I would have waited to have sex. Mm -hmm. I would have said, nah, no, no, nope, just, you know, that's another lane that I'm not ready for. Because think about it. I was ready to kill myself over this. Like, really? So, no, 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 no. Um, But in the end, I realized, you know, in hindsight, it's like I realized that we want what we can't have. Not understanding God has a plan for us and a destiny, right? You know, if we are open to being obedient to his word, everything will eventually work out just fine. But you can't see that when you are in this funk, when you're in this cloud of darkness, you know. Um, I believe that when you open the doors to certain things in your life, you you invite the devil to come into your life. That's simple. And then when he starts doing stuff, you know, if you're you're too young, you don't understand, you don't have the wisdom to understand how to get out of it, how to come out of it, how to pray your way out of it. You have no idea. So what's funny about this story is that while this corny little boy was rejecting me, I had actually met another little boy at my high school who would eventually become my husband 25 years later, okay? This little boy looked at me like, girl, you got it going on. Oh my gosh, gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. I mean, and he just stared at me and I was just like, hmm, okay, so what's up? <laughs> you know, what's what's up? What's good? And he didn't like my answer and so he just kind of walked away. But Now, you know, looking back at that, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I was just chasing after the wrong things. You know, when I was 16 years old, I was chasing after the wrong things. And when it comes to parents, you know, the guidance that you need from parents at that age, a lot of times teenagers don't tell their parents everything. My mother had no idea whatsoever that this was going on with me she didn't know that I tried this or thought about trying this or anything but what's funny about this is that um my grandmother actually introduced journaling to me maybe three days after I tried to kill myself and so It was just so ironic because, um, wow, you know, of all things, this is what you want to talk to me about? So my grandmother, she came to me and she told me, you know what, I know that you're a teenager and that you're going through different emotions and things and I want to introduce you to journaling, right? And so I was just like, huh? It was like my grandmother was so in tune with me. I didn't have to tell her much, but she just knew. She just knew what I was going through. And I thank God for her because she was just such a wonderful woman and a a wonderful um, teacher. She taught me lessons from the time I was seven years old, 
you know and at that point I was 16 and so she was really probably paying more attention to me than I thought and so my grandmother was a writer she was an artist and um, this was the thing that really changed my life the journaling so she would tell me hey listen you know I want you to get all your feelings out on this paper and let's, you know, and, and work through them on the paper. Always have this journal to record your life, to figure out what mindset you're in at the, you know, at the point. And so um, I did that and, and you know, it's, it's just always been a part of my life. So when you think about it, you know, the turnaround for this whole thing was what about your future hmm? what about your future if you're listening to my voice I'm asking you that question what about your future no matter what's going on it's not nothing is worth you trying to end your life because of whatever you know God has a plan if you submit whatever issue is going on in your life to God right now tell him to take it hey God you know this is too much for me you know you are the God of everything you are the alpha and the omega you got this I, I, I take my hand off of it I give it to you in the name of Jesus and guess what he will work it out for you he will work it out for you you know and so that is what this message is all about today what about the future you know I encourage you to start journaling to start getting these thoughts out of your head and onto the paper oh my goodness wow yeah that's what I would do if I were you so I want to um, give you a few scriptures that will encourage you today these are some scriptures that I wish that I had that I was studying, you know, when I was 16 years old. So the first one is Isaiah 26, 3. It says, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. <laughs> wow, yes. He will keep you in perfect peace if you trust him. Okay, your mind can be in perfect peace. All this craziness can be going around, you know, going on. And you can just say, you know what, but God, I trust you. I trust you. I trust you with my life. I trust you with everything that I have. I trust you. And then there's Psalm 37, 23 through 24. I hope you're writing this down, by the way. But anyways, um, it says, The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Mm. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Hallelujah. Mm, 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 mm. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him, though he may stumble. He will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. And then there's Second uh, Corinthians twelve nine through ten. It says, "But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness." 
Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, I'm strong. Mm. Wow. Yes, when you are weak, when you are at your last wit, okay, when you humble yourself and you give it to God, yes, you will be made strong. You will be strong. And then, you know, we have Jeremiah 29, 11. This is one of my favorite scriptures. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Let me read that again. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Mm, yes, yes. So we know that with God, he, he wants to give us abundance. He wants to give us a, a better life. And so if you're dealing with something that's not going to produce an abundant life, that's not, that's probably not for you. <laughs> it's, it's just not for you because it says here that God, he plans to prosper you and not to harm you. He has plans to give you hope in a future. And so in that moment when I wanted to end it all, you know, I heard wisdom speaking. Okay, what about the future? I have a hope in the future for you, girl. So, no, no, no. We, we're not ending this over this silly, silly heart stuff that just can be worked out and, and, and put into the right perspective. You know, it makes me think about the fact that, um, you know, at that time, I did not have my father in my life. I did not. Um, everything was pretty much up to me. You know, getting good grades was up to me, um, figuring out certain things about relationships and things like that. That was up to me. And so I put a lot of pressure on myself at the time. But at the end of the day, that's all I could think about. And had I had my father in my life to be that guy to just talk to me and tell me, hey, you know what? You know, you're beautiful. You got it going on, girl. You know what I mean? Like, if this little boy don't want you, honey, there's plenty others that are probably looking at you right now. You could be married up by 21 if you really wanted to. But was that the plan for me? It could be. I don't know. But you know what? One of the things that I do know is that when you um, go through trauma like that, you really do need some type of counseling you need counsel because you know uh older people you know um mothers and fathers grandmothers uncles that have more wisdom they can point you in the right direction and kind of tell you when you're going wrong so that was a downfall in my life 
a, a big downfall. I wish I had uh, my father in my life at the time because I had to make a lot of choices and I did not understand certain things from a male point of view. I didn't understand how that little boy was looking at me, you know, and hey, you know, I had given my body up. So, I mean, in so many words, he showed me that I'm done with you. Okay, I'm done with you. So go ahead with that. Um, I don't care how you feel about me, but uh, I'm on to the next girl. And so that was huge. And that was really devastating. Um, Here's another scripture that I would love to share with you. It's um, Psalm 139, 13 through 14. It says, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Praise the Lord. Here's another one. Psalm 34, 17 through 20. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted mm-hmm, and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. He protects all his bones. Not one of them will be broken. <laughs> wow. Wow. Mm-mm-mm-mm. We serve an awesome God. I just thank him right now for speaking into my life when I didn't even know him like I know him now. Hallelujah. He's a good God. He's a very good God. So if I had to tell, you know, teenagers something right now, I would say, you know what, honey, slow down and enjoy your life okay stay in your lane and learn to develop at your own pace although you look grown okay you look grown you have all the things in the right places yeah 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 wow 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 you are not ready for grown-up issues entanglements stds early pregnancy you know um the manipulation, the mind manipulation that these these boys can uh, get you into, um, and the trauma that comes to steal the most beautiful parts of your life. There's so many things that you need to experience outside of sex. Um, you know, it's just not that serious. And but your life, your body, that's that's sacred. That's serious right there. Once you give somebody a body, that's like, wow, like, dude, like you really you really went there. And you and you become um you know, uh open. You know, you become vulnerable to this person and a lot of times that person um uh, might not reciprocate now sometimes they do and even if they do i mean that's that's nice but it's still doing things like that outside of marriage is um it's not honorable to god it's not honorable to yourself 
you can wait. There's so many other things that you can be doing. There's so many other things you can be doing. Um, it's just it's just a lot. Now, what I would say is that, you know, I would think that, you know, you have to find something else to do, okay? Because you just can't, I just can't say to you, just don't, don't have sex without filling it with something else to do, okay? That, that wouldn't be wise. So I would say find a hobby, um, get yourself into school activities, you know, work hard towards a goal. Um, start writing your goals down and just start going for it. Every morning you wake up, you know, you need to fix your mind on God. You know, start reading, you know, a chapter of the Bible every single day. Start listening to gospel music in the morning. Get yourself in the right um, mode of thinking. Because that's very important. When you have to battle these things, these emotions, these hormones, you know, you have to put center yourself with God. You have to get a better relationship with him. Um, you have to let him speak to you. Because guess what? You have purpose. Okay? You have purpose. And, and I believe that when you're young, you have to do it. You got to run. You got to do the things that, you know... Um, need to be done for your life just think about it what what do you want to be you know who do you want to be in the future um where do you want to go do you want to go to college you know do you want to take up a trade do you want to get some certificates um it's fun to hang out with your friends and everything but guess what you have to have boundaries because guess what you're a child you're a child of god and he loves you and and you can't just do any and everything is there must be some boundaries so you know that's what I would say to any sweet 16 year old girl out there now for the parents I would say you know what parents you know I know that you're working hard to put a roof over your child's head and everything but pay attention to your kids a little bit more Okay, speak with them about their feelings, what's going on at school, uh, what's going on with other friends, you know, what's what's happening, you know, you have to set healthy boundaries and have healthy conversations about life, you know, about choices, how to make the right choices. Um, that doesn't just come overnight. That comes with you constantly engaging with your child and understanding their mindset and helping that mindset to develop into wisdom, okay? Because guess what? When they go out into the world, they're, they're going to need to tap into that wisdom that came from you, that came from grandma, uh, that came from dad, uncles, whoever uh, was appointed in that child's life to, to bestow wisdom into that person because the world has a lot of tricks. And imagine you only having a certain amount of time to make sure that this little girl or this little boy has wisdom, you know, to deal with what's coming up. You know, I would also say um, encourage them to have a relationship with God and encourage them to journal. Yeah, 
encourage them to journal it's very important so 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 very important now on that note I'm going to tell you now I will be hosting a virtual journaling course for girls ages 13 through 17 years old and if you would like to sign up for it you know I would love for you to go to www.diamondlifejournals.com backslash courses or you can just go to the site you know www.diamondlifejournals.com and then you can pull up the course section for the journaling um, if you have a team that would like to learn more you know about how to use journaling to transform their lives and start winning a life again that's going to be the course for them it's going to be very exciting so I would love for you to go there and check it out uh, also if you would like to support our podcast go to the site again you know www.diamondlifejournals.com and purchase a journal for yourself your bestie or your teenager you know, you can also find the Just Breathe Stitch Journals and the Secret Place Prayer Journal on Amazon. There's plenty of them. If you go to Amazon and you uh, plug in Diamond Life Journals, most of our journals will come up. And the Just Breathe Journal is definitely there. It's so, so awesome. It's a 30-day self-care journal. And it's just wonderful with different sections in it. And I think you will really enjoy it. So that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed my little um, testimony and conversation. As always, I am wishing you peace, joy, and an opportunity to just breathe this. Have a blessed day.